Welcome to Behind the Scenes, the podcast. My name is Alex. I'm a mom, a personal development coach, a business consultant, an artist, and I'm also autistic with a lovely sprinkle of ADHD. I love knowing the why behind the what, and I want to encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to our relationship with ourselves and others. Think of this podcast as your sign to elevate yourself to your unapologetically best and most authentic self. We're going to tear down the labels and masks while creating new ways to define and accept our own humanness. Let's ask more questions, dig deeper, get to know the opposing viewpoint, find out the why behind the what, go behind the scenes with ourselves, others, and the world around us. Hi, sunshines. I hope you've had a fantastic week. Um, So today we're going to just jump right in. Um, One of the biggest changes I've made over the past few years as I've been really intentionally focused on my own internal healing is integrating affirmations, manifestations, and having a regular meditation practice. Now we can do an episode on meditation another time if that's something that y'all want, but today we're going to focus on affirmations and manifestations. So I am naturally a control freak and it was more of a defense mechanism that I picked up as a child. Um, because when I'm in control, like the unknown variables just go down, or at least I know that it's on me to take care of. You know what I mean? Like it's on me. I'm not waiting on anybody else and no one else can like slow down progress or leave me in a stagnant place, which that's something that I absolutely hate. Like I hate being stagnant. It, it drives me up the walls. Uh, so as a result, I, I sat in my own like masculine energy pretty heavily for the majority of my life. Like I was always the one to take control, to step up, to ensure that all the ducks were accounted for, to make the plans. Like I'm a huge planner. Um, and something that I've always struggled with is having like an open handed posture to life. I was the person that made things happen. If there were roadblocks or whatever, I was happy to problem solve. In fact, I was and definitely still am an amazing problem solver. And I love that about me. Like someone could give me a thousand reasons why something won't work or hasn't worked in the past. And I'm the type to just smile and then go make it work, especially if it's something that I believed in. And I've always been extremely good at finding solutions to pretty much any problem and making processes and programs really successful. Like I've got a very fast mind and can see things from different angles that most people can't. And honestly, having this posture always made me very successful, but it added a lot of weight to my shoulders, a lot of unnecessary weight. Fast forward to post-burnout Alex, and I knew that this was something that I needed to dig into and find a way to release that need for control. I think the biggest thing about healing is that healing doesn't mean the damage never happened. It simply means it doesn't control you anymore. 
Like I now know that my need for such extensive control was in fact a trauma response that was rooted from an unpredictable and abusive childhood environment. But I never really healed from that. I didn't realize that this part of me, that my inner child was trying so hard to protect us from unpredictable situations. Our history had shown us, the us here being me and my inner child, that unpredictability was scary. It was painful. It would cause us harm in some way or fashion. So at the beginning of my healing journey, when I started saying affirmations, there were some that I would say to myself, but I wasn't really showing up in a way that believed what I was speaking over my life. Before we get into like the rest of my story, let's pause and take a moment to talk about manifestations and affirmations, what they are and what they are not, okay? Um, Whether you know it or not, you are manifesting 24-7. Okay. Manifestation is simply put your thoughts creating your realities. It's the idea of believing you already have something and letting it come to you, aligning your thoughts to the reality that you want. But here's the thing. 95% of your thoughts are subconscious thoughts that you don't even realize are happening. So think of your brain as like this supercomputer with coding and programming, and there are different outputs based on what you put in. That subconscious programming is based off your past experiences. So for example, my subconscious was programmed to take control anytime there was unpredictability showing up in my life. So in order to be successful with manifesting, you need to reprogram your brain. You need to reprogram the output. This is also a really big aspect of healing. Now, affirmations are a great way to manifest and reprogram your brain. And for those of you who are saying this is too woo-woo for you, affirmations and manifestations are biblical. (laughs) The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue, and the Christian community is all about positively speaking life over yourself and others. I, uh, I've heard people say before that like practicing manifestations is wrong because it's putting faith in our own selves and in our own abilities instead of putting our faith in God as the creator and master of our destiny. And my perspective is slightly different, obviously. I uh, I grew up in church and I worked in full-time ministry for over a decade. And this was always one of those topics that I never really saw eye to eye with uh, the church on. And, and here's why. So first, we were all given free will at the start of creation. Sidebar, I have an episode coming up on free will, so be on the lookout for that. Second, the Bible talks about God creating each of us in their own image and in their likeness. God showed us time and time again where they spoke things into existence. I mean, Jesus was having a nap on a boat, and when the crew and his disciples woke him up, they were losing their shit over this massive storm. They didn't know if they were going to survive or how Jesus could be sleeping so peacefully, and Jesus simply told the storm to be still, and it was. The Bible also talks about us being children of God and instructs us to be Christ-like. So when I read scripture without a church-based biased filter, uh, 
I see that because we were given free will and made in the likeness of God, that we are actually called to be co-creators of our life. And many Christians take this stance of putting whatever situation or thing that they're praying for in God's hands and then sitting back and waiting for it to happen. And I don't really believe that's how God intended this to be. I believe that God has given each of us a set of skills and qualities and that God has placed all the tools that we will ever need on the earth or in our environment already. We just have to be willing to pick them up. Does God guide us? Yes. And they expect us to walk forward, trusting that they will guide our path. One of the prayers that I have always prayed is basically this agreement with God, where I say, I'm going to just keep walking. Even when I can't see the next step in front of me, I'm going to trust that you will open and shut doors ahead of me. This is a co-creating prayer that I have always prayed. And I'm, I'm trusting in the higher power that I fully believe in and committing to getting up every day and doing the work that God has placed in front of me. It's a joint effort. So going back to manifestations, one of the first manifestations I really started to speak over myself regularly was I don't chase, I attract. And this is a very common affirmation within the spiritual community. I was trying to reprogram my brain to have a more open-handed approach to life, to let go of some of that control that I thought was keeping me safe. But what does it actually mean to attract versus chase? I originally thought it was purely based on the energy I was putting out. Like if I put out this much energy, this amount of energy, that it would naturally be returned at the same capacity. That that didn't go so good. (laughs) I found myself giving more than I was getting most times. And so I thought, oh, I just, I need to help them along so they can match my energy more effectively. I was trying to set up like the situation or relationship for success as much as possible because I felt responsible for it. And what I was doing was trying to control the outcome still. And then I was frustrated when it failed, when that person or that situation wasn't what I was wanting or hoping for. So how can we truly get to a spot where we are attracting and not chasing? Let's think about a flower. Flowers need bees, bees need flowers, yet flowers don't chase the bees. The flowers just are, and then the bees come. The first step in attracting the things we want, the job, the relationship, the life that we're dreaming of, is by first being comfortable being exactly who we are. Flowers don't pretend to be anything other than what they are. They aren't worried if they are the right color. They're they're not comparing themselves to other plants. White roses aren't trying to be red roses or lilies. They just grow as they are, as they are created and hardwired and programmed to grow. This is the big reason why I am such a believer in each person healing themselves and living authentically to who they are designed to be. And spoiler alert, 
Not a single person on this earth, not your family, not your friends, not the church, not the government, not some influencer, no one on this earth can tell you who you authentically are except for you. This healing process combined with affirmations is what I have used to reprogram my own brain. And I started to notice that I wasn't trying to bring things or bring people along with me. I was just being. And if they stayed or worked out, great. But once I started standing in who I was and started showing up authentically and unapologetically, when they didn't stay or work out, I I wasn't carrying the weight of them with me anymore. That's when I knew that I was making progress in my healing journey and when my affirmations and manifestations really started to work. Because the key component to manifesting anything isn't only thinking good thoughts. It's not only thinking about happy things. It's learning to feel those thoughts, positive or negative. So when I'm manifesting the life of my dreams, and and I do have a list, and I'm using affirmations to manifest, when I say things like, I don't chase, I attract, I focus all my thoughts on that list, on that life, and imagine how I'd feel if that was my reality today. And then I repeat this often. At first, like it felt delusional. And then it was like this fiery, passionate goal that I had to achieve. And then all of a sudden it became this wave of peace. And my hands were open And I felt whole for the first time in a really long time. And I know that I'm in my attracting energy finally. My energy is going into me and my kids and the things that fuel my soul. I'm not chasing things that don't serve me. I'm not trying to force a puzzle piece that's too small to fit into the picture of my life anymore. And I think the most beautiful part of this, or at least for me, has been that not only like, you know, using affirmations and manifestations, that has helped reprogram my brain, but it's also helped reset and retrain my nervous system. So part of my burnout was um, definitely related to my autism and just going through a physical autistic burnout um, where I've had to reset and retrain and really try to heal my nervous system in a lot of ways. And so by doing this affirmation and meditation and manifestation process that I do, um, I'm, I'm helping retrain my brain and retrain my nervous system all in the same bit. Last week I had kind of like a, a very emotional trigger. Um, and if you follow me on social media, I posted about it. I posted about, you know, grieving is healing. And my first instinct when this trigger happened was to just kind of push down all those emotions, you know, pop some Lizzo on, get some bad bitch energy going up in the house and just like, you know, like twerk it out. Like that was my first initial response when I was feeling these like very, very deep emotions. And it just kind of sat with me for a little over a day. And then I finally said, you know what? Fuck it. Like I can't run from it. I can't hide from it. I can't 
torque enough to get this like sadness out of my body. And so I just sat with it. And when I finally like put my hands up and it just rushed over me, like it literally just felt like this massive wave had just hit me and I was just sitting under the water and I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And I, I ended up putting on some music. I put on like sad girl music (laughs) and just let my body feel all the feelings and just held myself through the sadness, through all the memories, through, you know, the, the happy moments and the heartbreak, and then kind of came full circle with, okay, it's not that I want that season back, but why is this affecting me so heavily? And I was getting so frustrated with myself because I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Alexandra? Like, get over it. Stop being a little bitch. Go put your hair up and get back to work. Like that was the dialogue. And I was like, there's something else here. There's something more here that I need to process through. I'm not done processing through this. And so I, I just kind of made that space for me and said, okay, we're going to just sit with it. Like we'll get up later, but for right now, we're just going to sit and we're just going to grieve. And then my mind, you know, after a, a bit and after processing through like that season, my mind came to another incident that was fairly similar that actually happened in the or like earlier that week, but from a completely different situation. But like the similarities and the parallels were definitely there. And it's funny because like the 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 second one that came to mind, I was like, but I'm happy for that. Like that's that's great. Like I'm gonna cheer that on. Why is that why is that pushing a button right now? Why is that hitting one of my heart buttons at the moment? And so I just kind of sat with like okay why, like, what is it about that instance that's hitting the heart button? And then my brain kind of came to like this little spot where I was, I was like, well, it's because those were things that you never got. Those were things that were denied to you intentionally, but given to somebody else very freely and happily. And then my mind instantly traced back to my childhood and moments where I saw my mother do that same exact process where things were intentionally withheld from me and were denied to me, but were freely given and celebrated when she gave to others in that kind of a capacity. And so just kind of working through all of that, you know, when I finally came full circle and was able to find the root cause of that heart button of why these moments in my present were causing such big reactions, and I was able to track down that root cause, I... I'm not even going to lie, like the wave of peace that washed over me at that point, like I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like I I literally just started crying harder and laughing. I was like, 
Of course it is. Of course it's a childhood wound that I never addressed, that I never talked about, that I never hugged and healed and made whole within myself. And so, you know, now as I set new affirmations and new intentions going into this new week, I'm actually adding in an affirmation that supports that childhood wound. And I'm speaking that over myself. Not in that somebody else is going to give that to me, but more that I am enough and I attract all the things that I deserve and desire. And through that process, I'm not only resetting, you know, kind of what I want going forward, but I'm helping heal and reprogram my nervous system and my brain and my mentality. And it's been amazing. This week, I hope you take time to pour your energy into yourself. Write down some affirmations. If you need ideas, follow me on social media. There's a link in the description of the episode. Um, I'm actually going to be talking about some of my favorite affirmations uh, a couple days this next week and then going forward as well. Um, But I want to encourage you to speak life into yourself. I'm praying for you. I'm rooting for you. You've got this.